Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. Never heard of Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. (laughs) Yeah, Chief. This will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox. You're really going through with this, huh, Chief? You know, I'm not uh, going to call this any sort of a gift. I'm not going to call it any sort of, uh, you know, uh, something to be proud of. But there is something that somebody in the NFL does that if you actually take a step back and just monitor and track all of it, unbelievable. We will get into all of that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so. Welcome in to your weekend as we take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific right here on FSR. So I was um, back in the day, I had this, I don't want to call him a buddy. I'll call him an acquaintance. And uh, this guy had a nickname called the gas can. And we would call him the gas can because anything he came near, he destroyed. To the point to where you thought it was like intentional or an act or that there's no way this happened. We would go to a party. And if there was, you know, some sort of a glass sitting far enough inside the ledge of a counter of anybody was going to walk by that glass and knock it off and have it shatter and have somebody step on it and and cut their foot open, it was going to be this guy. It never failed. I mean, if if there was no cop within sight, he would at the right time roll through a stop sign and get pulled over. And you want to say, well, I feel bad for the guy. It, it's awful luck. No, 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 no. This is on him. It didn't matter what the situation was. This guy figured out a way 
to make it a problem for everybody in, around him in the car, everybody in a house, in a setting. You go to a shopping mall. Uh, he touches something uh, on, on the wall or on a shelf. That falls off, too. We went to a restaurant one time. They had a shuffleboard table upstairs. We're playing shuffleboard. The restaurant had just reopened. They had just had a brand new launch, new paint, everything. This guy loses around a shuffleboard and turns around and punches a hole in the wall. And it wasn't intentional. He wasn't doing it to be a jerk. He just did it because that's who he is. He was a gas can. Anything he came near, he destroyed. I'm watching... By the way, that's the best we got here on Weekend Radio for a broken glass sound. <laughs> that's what we got. That doesn't even sound like broken glass. Okay. <laughs> that's very, very good. A round of applause. Uh, that is called a high-level production here on Fox Sports Radio. That's how it's done. All right. So you, you, you keep your mom and pop stuff somewhere else, all right? We are doing high-level, high-octane production here on FSR uh, with the broken glass. Stone Cold Steve Austin literally has an entrance song with broken glass in the front of it, and we've got a mouse farting into a mic, and we're going to pass that as broken glass on this show. Hey, listen, no stone unturned as it continues to get worse and worse and worse, and I I wish everybody could see the look on Iowa Sam's face as he's looking through the system playing drops he's never played at all one time before in his life. But that being said, uh, this guy was a destroyer. Couldn't help himself. So he got the nickname the gas can. I'm watching the latest on the Deshaun Watson stuff. And and here's where we sit on uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, the NFL, according to reports, is going to seek a lengthy suspension, but the NFL PA is going to have to fight it. Hmm. So now we've got the league and the PA who are going to have to argue about the length of a suspension for a guy with this many cases and this much against him over the last several weeks. That's where we're at now. So somebody's going to have to be the bad guy here. The NFL PA is going to have to quote unquote fight for Deshaun Watson to make sure he doesn't get suspended. And one of their claims is going to be, well, what about all these owners? You know, what about uh, uh, Bob Kraft? What about, uh, you know, we were throwing this around on, on two pros and a cup of Joe and Brady Quinn was one of the first guys to bring this up. I mean, I don't know how, the NFL can really lay the hammer down if Bob Kraft went to a place, got the quote-unquote happy ending that Rusty Harden, Deshaun Watson's lawyer, talked about in an interview in Houston a couple of weeks ago. How How is the NFL going to hand down a suspension? And then it was like, well, just wait a couple weeks because more of this stuff's going to come out. So you've got the NFL and the NFLPA. One side is going to have to argue for Deshaun Watson. And I'm starting to look at this track record for Deshaun, and I'm thinking to myself, anything this guy goes near, he destroys in the NFL. If you were to just watch and track Deshaun Watson over the past couple of years, nobody has destroyed more in the NFL than Deshaun Watson. Just think about it. The Houston Texans, for all the criticism you can give them, 
the Houston Texans were a team that went to the playoffs a lot. And I know they weren't in the greatest division in the world, so you won a bunch of division titles, and it was, uh, oh, yeah, but it's the NFC South, and they weren't good, and you had Tennessee who wasn't good at the time, and Jacksonville's never good, uh, and, and all the, and Indianapolis sort of up and down, and, and, you know, Andrew Luck, and he wants to retire. Like, say whatever you want. Somebody had to win that division. And what did Houston win it like four and six years? Won that division? They went to the playoffs a lot. They were not an awful franchise, despite what a lot of people want to sell you. Were they the Patriots? No. Were they successful like the Green Bay Packers? No. Are they the Steelers? No. But Houston was at least in the conversation multiple times in multiple years. They were not this void of any sort of uh, uh, talent slash uh, notoriety franchise. They would go to the playoffs. They were in the discussion. Deshaun Watson gets there, plays really, really good football, and the next thing you know, all of a sudden, once out, they're a four-win team, and they're one of the laughing stocks in the league last year. And you're looking at it going, how did this happen? Oh, because the quarterback decided he just didn't want to play there anymore. After he signed a contract extension, never mind. And I'm not even going to get into the fact that Bill O'Brien got fired. And it's not like uh, Deshaun Watson stuck up for Bill O'Brien on the way out the door. Now, he thanked him emotionally and he cried and thanked the organization and Jack Easterby and everybody else there after he signed his contract. After they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. But he never actually spoke out in defense of Bill O'Brien. Never, nothing like that at all. So it didn't take him that long at all to have success, get paid, and destroy the Houston Texans. Destroyed them. Gets to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns have gone from kind of a lovable loser franchise that turned it around and started winning games, were in the playoffs a couple of years ago, beat Pittsburgh on the road at Heinz Field, and if you're a Browns fan, you know what that means to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you did it. At Heinz Field, you win that game. You go to Kansas City the next week. You're in that game. A lot of people can argue you probably should have won that game. There was a bad call on Donovan Peoples-Jones near the end zone. All of that. Like, the Browns finally figure it out. They go from 1-31 and in a two-year span to finally winning a game after a lengthy losing streak and Bud Light having a promotion where fridges automatically open up around the country when you win a game, you go to the playoffs, you feel like the Browns are there. And now the Browns have gone from a team with a lot of talent, borderline, make an argument, Super Bowl contender, to what the hell is this franchise doing? They're morally bankrupt, They've sold their soul for this guy with this track record. Everything he goes near, he destroys. What about the NFL? Now the NFL's been put in this spot where it's like, hold on, one of the stars of your league, one of the young stars, just got paid a record-setting contract, and you guys are good with this? Not that the NFL had the greatest reputation in a lot of fronts, according to a lot of people, but Deshaun Watson's now put the NFL in a tough... 
NFLPA, they now have to argue in defense of this. Everything he goes near, he destroys. <laughs> He's the gas can. That's what this has come down to. We're, we're talking about one of the quarterbacks who teams have been criticized for not selecting. I mean, you remember the conversation people were having just a couple of years ago? Man, the Chicago Bears, what a disaster. I mean, they passed on not only Patrick Mahomes, but also Deshaun Watson for Mitch Trubisky. Like We've gone from this is one of the great top three to five young quarterback talents in the NFL. Who wouldn't want this guy? Dabo Swinney was right. He was the next Michael Jordan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A little bit of an exaggeration, but you get what Dabo Swinney was trying to say. We've gone from those discussions to, hey, anybody who goes near this guy, you're screwed. It, it, it's over. Whether you're the Texans, whether you're the Browns, the NFL, the NFLPA, He's the gas can. He's the great destroyer in the league. So as we sit here and we wait for an eventual punishment to be handed down, which we keep hearing it's going to be in the upcoming week. Uh, it's going to happen sometime in June. It's I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but we're looking, uh, we're staring July square in the eyes. We're not far away from July. And we're not that far away from NFL training camps opening up. And the Cleveland Browns are looking around going, uh, what do we got here? Kevin Stefanski, he could find himself, he could find himself standing and staring in the eyes of Deshaun Watson on his great destroyer campaign. Because who knows what happens? Browns have a bad season because Deshaun gets suspended the entire year. What happens to Kevin Stefanski next year? Does he get clipped? We've gone from playoff team to missing the playoffs multiple years in a row to the Browns say, hey, listen, we need more. Does Deshaun feel like, okay, Kevin Stefanski didn't stick up for me. I mean, uh, I, I need a new coach. And everything he has come near in the past couple of years, he has destroyed. And nobody in the NFL can have that claim other than Deshaun Watson. He's the gas can. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, we're going to have the usuals coming up later on, another edition of Do You Care? We've got the scraps. All of it is yours on this two-hour extravaganza, again, as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time here on FSR. All right, coming up next, uh, this is one of the, in my opinion, most worthless discussions in sports. And you are being inundated by it. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. This is Knox time right here. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah! little bad music Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. The hell is this? This system of a down? Oh. Shame on you, Jonas. My, my apologies. By the way, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, the music we are uh, listening to that you cannot hear because we don't have the rights to play it uh, is System of a Down. And I believe it's um, uh, one of their worst songs. Uh, no. That's <laughs> fired up here on a Saturday. Uh, by the way, happy Father's Day weekend, everybody out there. Um I'll be honest with you. I had no idea it was tomorrow. <laughs> but you know what? Fairly certain that, uh, you know, my wife's also forgotten. So hopefully she forgets everything and I can, you know, pack her bags and send her on a little bit of a guilt trip come Monday. huh? Yeah. Well, hey, listen, got to find whatever you can do here. Find whatever you can do. Uh, all right. It is uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, we are going to get to uh, coming up later on this hour. Really, really big stories uh, that you have been force-fed, absolutely force-fed uh, in the world of sports the entire week. Really, really big stories. Uh, and I will tell you why they're not that big a deal at all. So it's it just it's a way to be a little negative here on Fox Sports Radio. Also, I'd like to point this out. Uh, when I'm making reference to Deshaun Watson uh, being a gas can, uh, that is not a direct shot at David Gascon. There's a lot of people that are crossing the streams, a little Ghostbuster reference, uh, David Gascon on uh, the great Fox Sports Radio update anchor. He actually used to talk to me back in the day. Now he doesn't want anything to do with me because uh, he's like an actor, celebrity. He does big-time uh, play-by-play gigs. Gascon's uh, coming up. Yeah, well, yeah, not on this show. Yeah, and he's David Gascon. And he's not coming up on any of my text messages. Uh, nowhere to be seen. And Gascon and I, listen, we used to have a, a close bond, Gascon and I. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. Like he just started to uh, to like power clean seven hundred pounds, and then decided uh, I'm too good for uh, some of these weekend guys. It's terrible. <laughs> I haven't heard from Gascon in a long time. Weeks. He hasn't been here. He's, hasn't texted me. He's a bad guy. Wow. Yeah. Like he's I, I don't working. Know. You're calling him a bad guy. I mean, listen. Uh, you you can you can squeeze in a text message. You can you can uh, fire one of those up. But he's too cool for school now. That's uh, that's Dave Gascon. Mm. A lot of shows we did together. Yeah. In the gutter with David Gascon. Some of the great radio classics here. The pride of Bakersfield. Yeah. The pride. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. The voice of Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> the the now defunct baseball team. You gotta be careful. Uh, also want to give a shout out here um, that we have a brand new friend uh, just moved in uh, on the corner of Ditko and Crenshaw. 
uh, and that is the all-new Fox Sports 920. You bet your ass. Fox Sports 920 in Columbus, Ohio, home of the Columbus Clippers baseball team. Uh, General Manager Brian Ditko, Program Director John Crenshaw, we appreciate you guys uh, letting us in uh, and welcome into the Fox Sports Radio family. Excited to be on there in Columbus. Uh, Great city. I've been there. Lots of fun. Lots of entertainment. And I just saw two Cubs games in person in Chicago, and I can confirm uh, the Columbus Clippers would probably beat the Cubs. Uh, so uh, so there is that. So welcome in uh, the all-new Fox Sports 920 with us here, part of the Fox Sports Radio family. So this is, uh, and, I'll, and, and maybe I'm in the minority here. Maybe, maybe this is, you know, I'm in the minority here. But um, I didn't need to see Steph Curry win another championship or be named MVP of the finals in order to know that he was one of the great players of all time. Jonas. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, you know. I mean, he won three already. Been to a bunch. All-time record uh, three points made. Changed the way the game is played. Um, best shooter of all time. Last I checked, shooting still is kind of an important thing to have in the NBA. He's the best ever. And it's like, yeah, but this one really, really separates him. This is the one that I think really cements Steph Curry's legacy. Really? What have you been watching? Like, like what have you... Have you seen, right or wrong, and I'm not saying that this is, uh, you know, uh, in a lot of places that this is something to, to, you know, be proud of. But have you seen what, like, youth basketball looks like now? Have you seen, like, certain, you know, games, runs, decisions where, like, you know, two guys come down on a fast break. There's a two-on-one and somebody pulls up from 25 feet. Instead of, you know, a little, little give and go, a uh, uh, little, hey, uh, you know, get to the basket easy. Like, you know, like the three-point shooting in the league, everybody can shoot threes now. I mean, you've got big men who hardly are in the paint. They just sit back and shoot three. Why do you think that is? Because Steph Curry. Like, I, I don't. So we just. Forgot about all that because he won a, a fourth championship, and because you know he he won an MB Finals MVP. Like I just I I don't get what else you need to see in order to have the discussion. Yeah, but this one's different. Why? Because he was because he won an award. Like so, so it's no longer about NBA titles. You now must be named most valuable player in the NBA Finals. Like, like that's where we're at. So if Charles Barkley had won an NBA championship, but he wasn't named Finals MVP, like say Charles Barkley and the Suns beat the Bulls in that NBA Finals, but Joe Klein got named MVP, or Dan Marley got named MVP, would that diminish Charles Barkley's legacy? Yeah, he won a title, but, you know, he wasn't the best player in that fight. You know, he didn't win that award, so I don't know. Like, why do why do we have these discussions? Like, when you actually just step back and think about it, kind of dumb. He's won three. 
How many more millions do you need upon the millions you already have to be considered a millionaire? I just, like, some of these arguments we have are, are, I I don't get it. Why do we, like, are we really trying to force feed? I I don't know what to say. Are are you mad because the series didn't go seven games? I mean, is it because, uh, you know, you thought you were going to have more content coming back? on a Monday after Father's Day because you wanted a seventh game, so now we've got to, like, force-feed these topics and conversations uh, into into people listening on Sports Talk. What else did you need? Like, I, I I don't get it. He changed the way the game is played. Like, are you trying to have this? Well, you know, maybe he's a top 10 player all time. Man, I don't care. I really don't. Top 10 player, top 15, top eight all time. Here's my list of top 10 guys that I like. I don't, I, that does nothing for me. These rankings, like the great Ben Maller uh, used to uh, poke fun at list radio, you know, during the, during a quote unquote slow times. And again, I must reiterate, uh, and I've said this before in the air, there's no such thing as slow time in sports radio. If your candy ass can't figure out some content for your sports talk radio show while everybody out there is working real jobs, I don't know what to tell you. Get more creative. All right. Uh, Open up a couple burner accounts and tweet yourself a bad take and then respond to the take. I don't know what to tell you. There's enough out there. But Ben Maller's always pointed this out. Yeah, it's list radio time. When all of a sudden these lists start to come up, you know, like uh, Christmas time is here and topics like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? You just made the list! Like, what? What are we talking about? First of all, no, it's not. Okay. Secondly, who cares? That's where we're at. I don't care. I don't either. But like people are having these conversations about Steph Curry and like, oh, but this changes his legacy. No, it doesn't. He's won three titles. And I got news for you. He'd probably be sitting at five if not for the fact that Clay Thompson got injured and Kevin Durant got injured when they were playing Toronto. And I'm not trying to piss anybody off listening on the iHeartRadio app, uh, you know, up in Canada in Toronto right now. You know, watching uh, Blue Jays baseball, wondering which which other great player from the 90s son is going to be next up in their farm system, which uh, Dante Bichette's kid, uh, Vlad Guerrero's kid. I mean, these are like if you grew up in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, you're looking around going, that's the team I like. So I'm not trying to piss them off, but let's be truthful here. A lot of things went in the way and went to the favor of the Toronto Raptors for Golden State to lose that series. It's like, no, no, no. We got to see more from Steph Curry. Why do you need to see more? What what else could you possibly need to see? Like, if I ask you, what are the most important details or important aspects of basketball? What are they going to say? Shooting, scoring, what, rebounding, defense, assists? Like, one of the major categories, one of the major food groups of the NBA and Steph Curry is the best we've ever seen. And he's won multiple titles (laughs) has been a part of a dynasty 
But no, that's not enough. He needed an MVP and another one in order to be considered one of the all-time greats. Hey, man, do whatever you got to do. Have that conversation. Please keep having that discussion. That's fine. They're fun to mock. They're fun to make fun of. They're also a giant waste of time. The dude's great. He's one of the all-time greats. He's a first-bout Hall of Famer. Regardless of what happened in this finals against the Boston Celtics, that wasn't going to change my opinion on Steph Curry's legacy at all. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, all right, so we are going to have uh, some fun, uh, some do-you-care conversation. A lot of topics in the world of sports. Uh, you've been force-fed for the entire week. Uh, people have been telling you they're a big deal. Uh, I'll tell you why they're not. And also, uh, you know, usually uh, at this time, uh, somebody on this show, try, show tries to steer us into a ditch and get us into conversations that I don't think are pertinent to Sports Talk Radio. But we discuss them anyways. Uh, But before we get into all that, I must present to you a man who's won multiple world championships. He was voted best weekend update anchor if Steve DeSager never existed (laughs) multiple years in a row. This is a man who graces you with his vocal presence every single weekend here on FSR. He's done Charger games, UCLA basketball, one of the all-time greats. He warms up, he takes his job seriously, and he is shredded, jacked to the gills. I present to you Sports Talk Radio Royalty, none other than Sir Isaac Lohenkron. Special treat for you this morning. Isaac Lohenkron. <laughs> Why do you get thunder and lightning? I, 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 I don't know. I just wasn't anticipating it going in that direction because I, I was all fired up because of your very gracious introduction. And then I hear thunder and lightning as if, you know, my voice is the sound of the coming apocalypse. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know if that's uh, necessarily a compliment, but you got thunder and lightning. Good for you, Isaac. Yeah, let, let's, uh, let's worse. L- let, me, let me think. Maybe we could do a little better here. That's good. All right. That is good. Borrowed that from Tim Tebow. By the way, we uh, those are uh, actual. That's I love a, it. A, a choir here that we have in studio. Yeah. Uh, that we hire just for the weekends. Um, no stone unturned, and uh, they are all socially distanced with masks on, just in case anybody's concerned about. Uh, we take that stuff serious here, and all wearing N95s, and they sound that beautiful with an N95 mask on, which is oh, impressive. Oh, that. <laughs> I mean, Thank it's kind of it's kind of rough because they've been here like literally for six hours. straight straight since the, the middle of the night and nobody is calling them to do their thing so there's you know they're on their phones or on their iPads and you know we call on them on a moment's notice and you know they hit it out of the park Jonas a special <laughs> treat this is going to go down as your US Open slash Tom Brady laundry room update I will explain round three of the US Open getting underway as we speak at the country club in Brookline Massachusetts where Colin Morikawa and Joel Dahman are tied for the lead at five under par overall. You've got John Rahm and Rory McIlroy among those who are one shot back at four under par overall. Morikawa and Dahman will tee off today at 345 Eastern. Now hold that thought about the U.S. Open because we'll get back to that in the 
connection with Tom Brady in just a moment. Let's run down what happened last night in Major League Baseball. The Cleveland Guardians defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers in 10 innings, 2-1. to one. Seattle's Robbie Ray had a no-hitter going against the Angels for six and two-thirds innings before it was broken up. Mariners beat the Angels 8-1. to one. Jordan Luplo of the Arizona Diamondbacks, two home runs at a 7-2 victory over the Minnesota Twins. The Yankees went against Toronto 12-3. to three. They scored eight runs in the fifth inning, including a grand slam by Anthony Rizzo. So the Yankees now in an eight-game winning streak. They've won 15 of 16. Houston's Michael Brantley at a grand slam home run, one of five home runs by the Astros in their 13-3 win over the White Sox. C.J. Crone of the Colorado Rockies, two home runs in a 10-4 victory over the San Diego Padres. Now, some interesting trivia. So... The country club at Brookline, Massachusetts, just to the left, Jonas, of the 14th tee is the house where Tom Brady used to live when he played for the New England Patriots. Oh, wow. I thought for sure he lived like, uh, you know, in, in like the kind of the rough part of town. I had no idea he would have lived next to a golf You're talking course. about Southie? Yeah. You yeah, know that I, I once I once stayed in Southie for two days. Did you really? I walked the streets of Southie, stopped at Scotch, Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. took the uh, subway or whatever they call it, the T, I think was the line that I took. Lived to tell the tale, and I was scared to death, and fortunately nothing happened. But no, yeah, Tom Brady used to live off the 14th tee. Uh, the house was sold a couple of years ago for a reported $32.5 million. And you know, Jonas, how sometimes you go down kind of the social media slash Google rabbit hole? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, inspired by the fact that he used to live there, I came upon, like, the actual, you know when houses are sold and the high-end real estate agents do, like, a video tour of the house before it's sold? Yeah. So I actually found the video tour of Tom Brady's former house. They showed his study where there were specific, uh, suspiciously a bunch of footballs and, and trophies and Vince Lombardi trophies or whatever. They took a shot of the laundry room. His laundry room has, you know how most houses have a washer and a dryer? Yeah. His laundry room has two washers and two dryers stacked on top of each other, and they are the biggest laundry machines you will ever see in your life. Wow! Each laundry room has to be like, uh, each washer and dryer machine has to be like five feet by five feet, and he has two washers and two dryers. You could literally have done the laundry for the entire New England Patriots team at Tom Brady's house. So why, I found that amusing. Uh, why does he need that many washer dryers? Precisely! That, that's odd. You Precisely. Remember, remember we were talking about Russell Wilson's house? Yes. It had like 12 bedrooms and like four baths? No, or, no, no. Or, it was the reverse of that. Okay, like, like, like 12 bathrooms and four bedrooms. Yes. It's like, man, does Russell Wilson like take a crap every 10 <laughs> minutes and like he's never he can never trust it? Like, hey, I don't know where this is going to go. It's like, dude, at that point, just buy diapers, bro. Like, I, I mean, if you're if you're that concerned that you need you can't go an extra four feet without needing to, to use the restroom, wear a diaper. There's, but, no, there's no shame in that. But, Jonas, you've just come up with the, the big idea to make even more money. There's a potential endorsement deal out there with, like, Depends or something for, for Russell Wilson. That According, is true. You follow that thread. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is true. Uh, by the way... Um, we did uh, catch up with the realtor. So uh, the realtor uh, who was trying to sell uh, Tom Brady's house at the time, um, obviously the market has you know, been so up and down. Um, so Tom Brady turned to a local Southie you know, a real estate agent <laughs> to try and get as good of a deal on the home as possible. And when somebody came in way underneath the asking price, uh, here was Tom Brady's real estate agent. Why don't you just give me a bottle of scotch and a handgun to blow my... 
head off. So there's that. Uh, I have no knowledge of anything. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Update on uh, Tom Brady's real estate uh, situation there. Maybe next to a golf course. Maybe he used the laundry to do his friend Russell Wilson a solid. Like (laughs) laundry would be shipped across country. I know. uh, But hey, listen, uh, lives on a golf course. Uh, Good, good for uh, good for Tom Brady. Uh, Good for him. Uh, By the way, I went to the. U.S. Open in um, Oakmont as part of Fox's coverage uh, back in the day in 2016. And um, this time of year on the East Coast, man, talk about B.O. It is uh, it is rough out there. A lot of humidity. Uh, Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, a little dicey at times. Uh, But uh, but, you know, all the homes nearby. It's a fun, uh, fun tournament to watch. Uh, And uh, so congratulations to everybody who was involved. I know a lot of people were uh, very satisfied that Phil Mickelson uh, missed the cut. Um, but uh, the only thing I want to know is whether or not Phil Mickelson bet on himself to miss the cut because apparently uh, he dabbles uh, in that world a little bit. So, uh, all right, it is uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so there has been uh, a lot of things out there that have been thrown around on sports radio, sports television, you name it. Uh, We are going to tell you why. Some of it don't pay any attention to. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Don't let anybody feel you any different. It's uh, make you feel any different. It is another edition of Do You Care, an opportunity to be negative on sports radio. Who doesn't want that on a Father's Day weekend? It's yours right here on FSR. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up, uh, top of next hour. Uh, this is uh, 
Man, oh, man. This guy, it's the gift that keeps on giving in the NFL. It really is. Uh, and just the, uh, the the inability to recognize why the problem is happening is fascinating to me. We will get into that for you here again. Top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, it is uh, this time. Also, we've got uh, we've got a major update on social media. Uh, a lot of re- uh, reports, reviews um, on the show thus far. So we need to get to that major update coming up also top of next hour again. Uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun. Uh, if you would like an early preview, you can go to Twitter at uh, the Jonas Knox and uh, yeah, have a nice look at that. Can't wait. People very offended by uh, some commentary on the show thus far. Right now, though, it is time for something we do every single week, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, the great Ryan Bershinger, to find out what the hell's going on. Bersh. Well, you were talking about Steph Curry earlier. Yes, he won his first NBA Finals MVP. Jonas, do you care? No, not really. Uh, this I is don't uh, care. It, it's just one of those things to where it's it's an award that's voted on by people. Did Andre Iguodala won one? Um, I, I think it, it it's like, and I made this point a couple weeks ago. I think on, on this show because there's you know there's a lot of shows going on here, but I made this point. So all those great. Hall of Fame players on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, like uh, Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp and John Lynch, are all of their careers that much less relevant now because Dexter Jackson won the MVP in the Super Bowl? Like, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> it's like this is, some of this stuff is so dumb. And look, maybe I should be so critical of sports talk radio topics, but I got to be honest with you, some of this stuff is dumb. All right, if nobody wants to say it, let me be the one. Next! The Cubs ended their 10-game losing streak by beating the Braves on Friday, snapping Atlanta's 14-game winning streak. Jonas, do you care? <laughs> yeah, I do. And I here's why. I, love I saw losses 8 and 10 on that losing streak, okay? It was hot as balls, all right? And then... The second we leave Chicago, they decide to break the streak. It's unbelievable. And Rob Parker is going to be at the game, uh, I think, uh, later on today, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was the uh, the reports from Rob Parker, and I was talking to him a little bit because I had just left Chicago, and I was like, dude, he's probably going to see, like, a no-hitter. Like, he's going to see something absolutely uh-huh. fantastic. The Cubs are so bad. They are s- shockingly bad. And it's nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like it's it was such a good time. Every game, like we had a beer snake in the crowd. Uh, you know, so like this lady was walking around with had to have been two to three hundred plastic beer cups trying to make a beer snake in the crowd, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Meanwhile, you look you look on the field, and the Cubs were up four nothing. You turn your head to look at the beer snake. You turn back around, they're down nine runs. <laughs> See, they like it more, and nobody cares. Hey, whatever. Great place. Great venue. Pass the beer. Next. Uh, the NBA draft is this Thursday, Jonas. Do you care? No. God. I, 
Uh, come on. I, I, I need a break. I, I need a break uh, from here. It's like this is the league that tells you you need super teams and you got to sign big name free agents. Uh, and then they want us to get excited about the NBA draft. I, I just like I don't know. Like is Ch- Chet Holmgren, is he going to go like picks one? I saw he's like, uh, you know, uh, doesn't want to play in Orlando. He'd rather play in Oklahoma City. Uh, and it's like, uh, first of all, I get a bone to pick with Chet Holmgren, uh, the, the human wind puppet, I call him. Because uh, Listen, tell me Chet Holmgren doesn't look like he should be outside a car dealership waving his arms around telling you that it's half off, uh, you know, Volvos. You know what I mean? Like, it just it, it, what the guy looks like. I'm not trying to judge, but he pissed me off. I live bet Gonzaga this past year against St. Mary's because I'm a degenerate and a loser and I have no life. And Chet Holmgren, I, I had Gonzaga plus seven and a half. They were down six, or no, they were down seven. Mark Few told them, don't foul, don't foul. What did Chet Holmgren do? The human wind puppet walked off the car dealership, intentionally fouled somebody from St. Mary's. They went to the line, hit two free throws. I lost my live bet. I got a bone to pick with Chet Holmgren. Next! The World Cup will be played in 15 different cities in North America in 2026, including right here in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Jonas, do you care? Um... Can I take a wait and see approach? Because I happen oh, yes! to be—I happen to be a big fan of Italian soccer. One of my dear friends, him and his father, uh, got me into Italian soccer years ago. And Italy, for some reason, has missed the last two World Cups, and they're a disaster. They won the Euro Cup, but they—they missed the last two World Cups. So I would like to take a wait and see approach. I'll care if uh, if uh, Italy's in the World Cup next. Jurassic World Dominion is now in theaters. Jonas, do you care? Uh, really? We haven't seen enough of Jurassic Park or World. I don't either. Uh, Look, can they do one where they, like, dispute whether or not dinosaurs are real? Can they do that? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I mean, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's actually amazing 
how somebody can't understand why a conversation is happening in the NFL. And we will have that conversation with you coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here on FSR. Uh, so uh, welcome into your weekend. Make some noise. You know, make some noise. Welcome into your weekend. Uh, have a cocktail. If you're uh, if you're working, uh, don't have a cocktail, uh, especially if you, uh, you're one of the uh, workers who drive the cars, the trucks, uh, you know, uh, getting uh, things to certain places. Uh, make sure you don't. But after you get off work, have a cocktail. So cheers to you uh, and yours here on a uh, on a fun weekend in the world of sports uh, where the NBA is gone. We await on a Deshaun Watson suspension. Uh, and then uh, you've got uh, uh, worthless comments and uh, commentary on uh, the NBA finals and Steph Curry's legacy and all the other fun stuff that is currently going on now i do want to uh i I think it is important to point out uh how we're doing so far an hour into the show and um we've got a couple some a little early feedback here uh guy uh, kevin writes in you la bum bleep sucking fan bitch bow down to the new king of basketball lord curry now you and the rest of the lafraud stands will have to watch him replace your boyfriend as the new goat of this era yay so big fan uh kevin uh with uh, some comments <laughs> jason writes in <laughs> Beta bleep Noxie can't wait to do your <laughs> uh, white supremacist podcast giving sizzling hot right wing conservative takes with your Eskimo bro old Jack Del Rio to mouth breathing bleep bleep bums. He said that. So apparently we have uh gotten into political commentary i don't i i don't talk politics because i don't know it's a mess i don't know anything about them <laughs> i don't know what some of the words mean i'll be honest with you <laughs> i have no idea uh but too fast, uh, too furious <laughs> thank you is that wwe hall of famer donald trump is that uh, is that who that was yes it is uh, interesting Speaking of the WWE. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. A lot going on with the WWE. We will uh, leave that uh, leave that conversation for, uh, you know, for another time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, old Vince McMahon's got, uh, got a lot going on there, uh, you know, so uh, enjoy. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, you might be. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, uh, you, you, you might be. Just say there's a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on there uh, with the uh, WWE. A lot of uh, hush money being thrown around. Uh, Three million bucks. It's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, all right. So Jerry Jones uh, has done it again, folks. Uh, Jerry Jones uh, has figured out a way to. Um, I, I I don't and I don't know if he consciously recognizes that he's doing this like I, I don't know if it's you know that that jerry jones totally understands um 
why this is happening or if he if he's this is all sort of a a method if there's a method to his madness i'm not really quite sure but i'm seeing jerry jones um who was uh talking with uh and this according to uh clarence hill uh one of the great cowboys uh yeah beat reporters there who's been covering the cowboys for a long time well over two decades a fox sports radio guest uh from time to time clarence hill uh good dude uh and he um you know, he was writing about Jerry Jones uh, in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram and like the conversation about Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy's entering what a lot of people perceive to be, you know, maybe a make or break year for Mike McCarthy. And so Sean Payton's name has been out there and uh, Jerry Jones uh, responds and says, uh, quote, Sean Payton shouldn't be out there for him. The Cowboys, that's just sheer out of the air. It's well known. We're good friends. And we think a lot of him as a head coach. But in this case, asking the way you're asking, he shouldn't be a conversation piece. You made him one, dude. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Why, why isn't that a conversation piece? Like uh, Jerry Jones has made this season. When I tell you Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat, why is that? Because Jerry Jones has made it that way. I, I, I mean, I don't understand what Jerry Jones... Is this like uh, him all of a sudden now wanting to show that he has got faith in Mike McCarthy? Like, he's he's he, you know he's talking about, well, you know, Mike McCarthy's got an opportunity to win a, a Super Bowl here. That's our, our focus. We have faith in Mike McCarthy. Hold on. We've heard everything about Sean Payton. We've heard about both coordinators, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, And who have we heard about both those guys as potential head coaches from? Jerry Jones. And he's looking around going, well, I don't understand why uh, Sean Payton's even a conversation piece. Because you made him one. What What do you mean? Like, guys, imagine this. Your lady gets home, smells like cologne, and it's not yours. Are you out of line asking the question, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, like, uh, what, what, what is this? Uh, I don't, you know, it's just a little odd here, you know, and uh, like, like, ladies, if you're going, if you're looking for something uh, in the top drawer in the bedroom and uh, you're trying to find and you come across a Louis Vuitton receipt, and you know he never got you a Louis Vuitton. Aren't you going to be asking the question like, hey, you know, like you kind of have made this a, a conversation like I have to have now. Like Jerry Jones looking around going, I don't know why this is a conversation piece. Because you've made it one. Jerry Jones has made this whole season awkward for Mike McCarthy. He's the reason why. Whether it's Clarence Hill or Jane Slater or anybody that's going to ask a question about another head coach out there, it's not, I mean, that's not unfair because Jerry Jones has made it that way. He's thrown out all these names. Like, why do we think Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn are head coaching candidates in waiting? Why do we think that? Because Jerry Jones has made mention of it. Like, no other place in the NFL that you can think of are the two coordinators breathing down the neck of the head coach to be the next coach in waiting. 
both coordinators, and a guy who's now doing TV. It's Jerry Jones. And then he looks around like, oh, why? I mean, why are we even asking that question? Why are we even having that conversation? Because you've put us in that position. You've made this entire season uncomfortable for Mike McCarthy. That's on Jerry Jones, 100%. And this is the problem. When you constantly are doing interviews and sit-downs and, and everything else that comes along with it, like there's like some people go and, and I and I've heard this conversation before where it's like uh if if you do a lot of radio shows like look a, a lot of times like we'll be doing topics here on the radio that I don't even really I I remember the conversation and the topic because they're not it's not we're making fake takes but I remember sort of having the discussion, but I don't remember specifically where, but there's a lot of people out there that do like something about that commentary triggered them. Case in point, we were doing on two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn uh, and myself. We were having a discussion about Drew Brees and his legacy and, and just sort of where he's at now when it comes to TV and his post-NFL career. And it was just, hey, listen, he struggled his first year outside of, outside of playing quarterback. He was not great on television. And there's a reason why NBC wasn't jazzed to try and bring him back. And, and they've moved in a different direction. Like, that was the conversation. For like two weeks later, all of a sudden, LeVar Arrington's getting death threats about his comments on Drew Brees. And we all looked at each other and said, when, when did we talk about that? Like, that was a while ago. Why is that even, I don't understand. Why is this even a, a talking point? I can remember Brady Quinn and I years ago had a discussion about how Brady had talked to people and he's pretty connected. And there was some discussions about Jim Harbaugh maybe getting a lifetime contract at Michigan. As crazy as it seems, there were some discussions about that. All we did was throw it out on the air. It was a topic on an ESPN show, like way later on. I said, "Why? Why is this even? Why is this even being brought up now? Like, because you're you're talking so much and you're doing having so many conversations about certain things in sports that sometimes they resonate to people in a different way." Jerry Jones does so many interviews that I don't know if he keeps track of everything that he said at this point. And it's not because of age or any of that other stuff out there. I'm not going in that direction. I, I think it's because he doesn't remember, oh, I also do two local hits in radio during the week. I also talk to this reporter, that reporter. I'm always available. I'm always having conversations. So when Clarence Hill, who's been covering the Cowboys for over two decades, said, brings up Sean Payton's name as a discussion point, and Jerry Jones goes, I don't know why that's even being brought up, because you brought it up all offseason. What do you mean? Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, Sean Payton. Mark McC Mike McCarthy's looking around going, uh, is anyone like who else here? Like who's, who's the, uh, who's special teams court? Uh, who's, I mean, wh like what else, like what else do I got to deal with here? And that is the problem because he talks so much when people bring up these talking points and these discussions and Jerry Jones gives that response, dude, I'm sorry. That's not off board. That's, that's not, that's, you know, totally fair to ask. 
And why is it fair to ask? Because you have thrown out multiple names multiple times over. It's what Jerry Jones does. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's so coming up next. Um, we've got a response. We've got a response. Uh, a lot of people thought there was some shade being thrown in the world of sports at a great, great player, and he has responded. We'll have those for you coming up right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, later on this hour, the scraps. Probably thinking to yourself, what are the scraps? Well, it's things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to on this show yet. Uh, plus, uh, usually a story uh, that's very bizarre. I think last week we did a story about some kid doing a, a cannonball in a chocolate tank uh, and having to be rescued. Is that was that the details of that story, Bursch? Were it two guys employees were they, or is that? Yeah, yeah. And was, they they jumped in a, a tub of chocolate. Yes, yeah. And then one had to be airlifted out. <laughs> you imagine that. Hey, how was they had work? to cut the thing open. <laughs> hey, they couldn't was... even like get him out. They had like cut it. They had like destroy the vat. Imagine that. Hey, I was how does work. that work? I was work. Oh, well, I was cool. Anything happen? Yeah, I did get uh, airlifted by a helicopter uh, while uh, dosed in chocolate. You're a, <laughs> a goose's glute from Willy Wonka, and you fell in the chocolate river and got sucked up a tube. <laughs> it's just like what? What? Like, there's no way those guys. Like, that just accidentally happened. I just, I, I call BS. There's no way two people fall in a, in a tub of chocolate. They probably thought to themselves, hey, man, I've always wanted to do this. Uh, and listen, uh, we don't like this job anyways. Let's just see what happens. And next thing you know, there's a uh, <laughs> an evacuation helicopter there lowering a rope down with a harness to to take this this torso of chocolate Yummy! <laughs> to safety. Like, I mean, what an embarrassing, embarrassing situation. That's like the, the lady who uh, was on a first date and she had to go really bad to this guy's house and uh, and ended up um, getting stuck trying to, I, I think it was like she, 
she was like overflowing his toilet and then was trying to fix it and ended up getting stuck somehow. And, uh, he couldn't figure out why she had been in the bathroom so long. This is a true story or it's like, something yeah, that happened in your personal like, life? Or? No, 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 oh. not my personal oh, life. No, okay. trust me. Uh, Who yeah, hasn't overflowed a toilet, by the way? Well, I, I understand, but like, you know, sometimes you just got to wear it instead of trying to, you know, fix it with your, you know, your bare hands. Like there's just, there was, it was something, <laughs> it was something along those lines of a, uh, like somehow got, you know, but hey, listen. Have you ever seen a long game Polly? Uh, no, I have Ben not. Stiller movie. Uh, let's go live okay. to our Have You Seen a Ben Stiller Movie Insider Iowa Sam for the latest, Sam? Jennifer Aniston, uh, Ben Stiller, great movie, Long Came Polly. There's a great toilet scene with the overflowing toilets. So, hmm. Yeah, check it out. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. was in the movie. Rest he in was, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. in the movie Twister. That's right. You know, he was. Yeah, he was one of the, the Twister chasers. At the end, when you say, uh, Jonas, you son of a bitch, that sound drop, that's from the movie Twister. Which, by the way, let me point this out. I was this close to seeing a tornado this past week. I was so close. There was tornado warnings and sirens in downtown Chicago. And my wife is freaking out going, okay, well, we need to like get to safety. I was like, you're on your own, dude. I, I, I got to see this thing. I'm, I'm obsessed with weather. Uh, I want to see a tornado. I, I want to see a storm uh, chasing. Like the Cubs game didn't start for uh, like two hours after it was supposed to start or like an hour and a half or something crazy like that because they were worried that maybe a tornado was going to touch down right outside Wrigley. It's like, I got news for you. Have you seen the organization? <laughs> Have you seen what happened to that 2016 roster that tornado hit last year? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, I was so close, man. I was pissed. I want to see a tornado so bad. I got to see it. I have to. You're the, you have the heart of a true Midwesterner who like doesn't go into their basement until it's almost too late. I got to see it. I just, I want to just witness the carnage. I want to see it so bad. And, and it was, you know, close to happening, and then it got called off. But, uh, yeah, it was a wild, wild time there uh, in Chicago. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get into this. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. Um, so uh, the Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes thing is uh, pretty funny. Um, so Tyree Kill had these comments uh, talking about Patrick Mahomes and talking about Tua's accuracy and what uh, Tyree Kill prefers. And he was on some podcast with uh, Drew Rosenhaus. And we talked about it a little bit last week. And it, it, was just, it was just kind of odd. And um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, responded and said what I think a lot of people would have said. And, and to sum it up, it was basically, hey, love Tyree Kill, still love Tyree Kill. I don't know why he's making these comments. I'm not sure what this is about. Maybe he's trying to boost his podcast numbers. Uh, maybe he's trying to, uh, you know, uh, trying to, you know, get, get more notoriety for his podcast. So here was the Chiefs quarterback responding to some of the criticism from Tyreek Hill. I'm surprised a, a little, um, just because I feel like we we love Tyreek here. We've always loved him. We still love him. I saw him out at Formula One in Miami. I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with trying to get his podcast some some stuff and get it rolling. Um, but uh, definitely, I still love Tyreek. He's one of a kind player. But uh, as you know, in Coach Reed's offense, it takes the whole team. I mean, this offense was rolling before I got here. This offense was rolling when I was a young Cowboy fan watching the Eagles beat up on the Cowboys. So I mean, it's a it's an offense that's more than one player, and that includes myself. Yeah, it's good. and uh, great to hear uh, Louis Armstrong uh, chime in on uh, on the situation between Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think you, you hear that, and, and yeah, I just assume that Patrick Mahomes is going to break out. What's a, a wonderful world, or whatever that song's called? Like that's that's my assumption. I, I hear Patrick Mahomes uh, on a soundbite, and I just I'm telling you, do a side by side Patrick Mahomes just now, and match it up with Louis Armstrong, and you tell me that that's not identical. All right, voice inflection, pitch, everything. I just, just t- like do it side by side, match it up, and then tell me those two guys don't have the same voice. Like it's, uh, it's absolutely identical. Uh, the uh, the Patrick Mahomes uh, Louis Armstrong uh, resemblance here. Uh, we can find broken glass in the system that doesn't work, but we can't find uh, Louis Armstrong Patrick Mahomes. Uh, all right, so we we will get you an update on uh, Louis Armstrong uh, as the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs here momentarily. But the the discussion when it comes to Tyree Kill and Patrick Mahomes, this is what this reminds me of. Every like, and I think guys probably do this a little bit more than women. But if you've ever been in a relationship for a long time, like at some point you kind of want to see what it's like being single. You want you want to go out there and live that world and live that life and and you, and you want to want to kind of do your own thing and and have your freedom and go date other people and do all that stuff and like it's really really cool at first because you you guys break up and then you're looking around going oh my god so I don't have to have plans I don't have to do this oh you mean I can just kind of live freely and do whatever the hell I want and and it's okay like I don't have to check in with somebody all the time I don't have to oh that's so awesome oh man this is great. Great. And so you go out on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays, Sundays, day drinking. You're having the time of your life. You're laughing about it on Monday. And you do that for like a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, week three hits. And it's Tuesday or Wednesday night. And you're looking around going, huh. So nobody's going out tonight? And what do you mean you already have plans for the weekend? Oh, so you guys don't want to go out again? So you don't normally do this? Oh. I thought it was different. Like Tyree Kill reminds me of a guy who thinks the grass is greener on the other side and needed to escape. And I just wonder at what point is he going to look around going, you know, maybe it wasn't so bad in Kansas City. You know, maybe uh, maybe being in Andy Reid's offense where I can be a Hall of Fame player uh, and uh, and still make a great amount of money and play with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe at some point Tyree Kill is going to look around and go, yeah, I kind of miss all that. Because I like Tua Tungavailoa. I've defended Tua Tungavailoa. I think he got the shaft from Brian Flores. I think Flores put him in a tough spot. I've said that multiple times on the air before. I'm excited to see what happens with Tua this year. But the idea that that Tyreek Hill is relieved and just ecstatic and really happy about where he's at when it comes to his career and what it's going to look like moving forward... We don't know what Mike McDaniel is going to do as, an, as as a play caller in Miami with Tua. Like, like we have no idea. Like, like we're not sure. We don't know what that Dolphins offense is going to look like. We we have we have no idea if they're going to be able to replicate anything close to what Kansas City has. Law of averages would tell you probably not. And we also don't even know if Tyree Kill's going to be the number one option. Anybody watch Jalen Waddle last year? He was fantastic. He was doing everything. In fact, there's a discussion, and and I'm not saying that it should have gone this way, but if you want to talk about like rookies of the year, 
Like, quietly, Jalen Waddell absolutely should have been in the conversation. Absolutely. So we don't know whether or not Tua is going to have the same rapport with Tyree Kill that Patrick Mahomes had. Maybe Jalen Waddle is still the number one option there. How's Tyree Kill going to feel about that? I know he got his money. I know he got paid. I know he likes the accuracy of Tua more than Patrick Mahomes and all that stuff. But this just feels like somebody who was like, you know what? I want to go be single. I want to go do something else. I want to do something different. I want to be someplace different. And he's going to get there. And at some point, to Patrick Mahomes' point, he's pointing out, man, all the success Andy Reid has had, all the success Andy Reid has had prior to Patrick Mahomes, prior to Tyreek Hill, and he needed those guys to be able to win a Super Bowl and and put together the team that he's got. But Andy Reid has had success for a long time in this league. There's a lot of what Andy Reid does that a lot of places try to replicate. And just the idea that Tyree Kill's looking around going, oh, finally, I can go be single. I can go be somewhere else. I can be in Miami and South Beach, and I can, I can play with these other players, and I've got an accurate quarterback. All right, man. It's just I, I brought this up a couple uh, last week. I said, which combination would you rather have? Would you rather have Tua Tungabailoa and Tyree Kill or Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? I, I just, when when everyone's making the argument that, man, you can't replace Tyree Kill, you're right, you can't replace Tyree Kill. You know who you absolutely cannot replace? Patrick Mahomes. And so I think Patrick Mahomes took the high road, Was probably thought it was a little odd. I know uh, Andy Reid kind of did the same thing, just thought it was a little bit strange, not sure where this is coming from, but hey, we, we still love the guy. They're totally comfortable with their decision. They saved a bunch of money. They added a couple of receivers. They picked up some draft capital. Kansas City feels comfortable with their decision. Tyreek Hill's really trying to convince himself that the grass was greener on the other side, and now he's on that other side. Uh, and let's listen to uh, this is um, the great uh, Louis Armstrong, quarterback of, uh, of your uh, Kansas City. Oh, you can't podcast? Oh, that's a bummer. Well, if you're listening right now, uh, enjoy it. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, just match up uh, It's a Wonderful World and Patrick Mahomes sound drops, and it sounds exactly like this. I'm surprised a, a little um, just because I feel like we, we love Tyreek here. We've always loved him. We still love him. I saw him out at Formula One in Miami. I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with trying to get his podcast some some stuff and get it rolling. Um, but uh, definitely, I still love Tyreek. He's a one-of-a-kind player. But uh, as you know, in Coach Reed's offense, it takes the whole team. I mean, this offense was rolling Listen. before I got here. This offense was rolling when I was a young Cowboy fan. There, like, there's a lot of people that go, well, Patrick Mahomes sounds like uh, Kermit the Frog. I've heard that thrown out there, the, the, the Kermit the Frog. Not even close man that's louis armstrong all right so just remember where you heard that uh first uh louis armstrong patrick mahomes uh one and the same all right jonas knox fox sports radio get me on twitter at the jonas knox at the jonas knox on twitter uh we are going to have uh, another edition of the scraps uh, a couple of stories uh we will get to that we have not had a chance to plus uh, something in which uh, uh things get very strange here on the show that is yours but uh right now we turn it over to the great Sir Isaac Lowenkron, a man who sits high atop the mountain of sports talk radio, especially on the weekends here. Uh, he has got a voice, a powerful voice. Uh, he is a man who takes this craft seriously, and he is a man who always provides just a little bit more content to this ever-growing machine that is for Fox Sports Radio's weekend radio lineup here. I heard him on with Anthony Gargano. You hear him here now. You're going to hear him on... Uh, will you be on Up On Game as well, too, Isaac? I will. Uh, they, look at you, man. I mean... 
They call yeah. you the can man. Anybody can have Isaac Lowenkron improve their radio show on the weekend. And that improvement includes... Tired just, of, I'm tired of ball washing you, I'll be honest. I'm tired. Every every single week I got to ball why? wash him or else I, I How could get you some possibly sort of get tired of something so creatively and professionally satisfying? That's the gift that keeps on giving. Why can't I be ball washed? What? Actually, I don't want to be. That sounded weird. <laughs> Never mind. We'll leave that. Don't uh, we? Okay. Post production, we take care of that. You've please. got Thank your you. own national radio show. Six days a week, and you still <laughs> feel you need to be ball washed. I don't. I mean, sometimes I, I enough all. is enough, you know? Yeah, I don't. Just, just go outside on the sidewalk and yell up at the sky, please, God, no more money. I'll, I'll fit right in with some of the people walking around these parts. Oh, well, you know, that's another story. But by, by the way, Thieves. just to just to realize that you, quote-unquote, ball washing me is worthwhile and productive because of your inspiration we have a second Patrick Mahomes Louis Armstrong remix coming up just moments from now. All right. See the, the, the more little mix and match here mm-hmm. on a Saturday. The more you sweet talk me around here, that the more that inspires me to give you and the people great content. Starting with round three of the U.S. Open. Can, can, one, I, can I just say this? Isaac, it's your I, show. I, okay. You don't have to ask to I'm, say anything. Sorry, sorry it's your show. I'm noticing something on one of the TVs here. There's some like horse race going on. Yeah, and, and it's in great. Yeah, I, I, know, I don't know. The, I know. This guy. This guy uh, looks like uh, he belongs on like uh, like a, a wedding cake. Yep. With a monopoly. Theme. Yeah, like I don't know who this guy is. Like, what's with the hat? Dude? It's just Come an acute. It's just an excuse to wear funny hats. Like, just say you didn't want to gel your hair. Just say it. Like this guy's got to wear like uh like like some uh, some top hat. Like, yeah, who's top hat. Anymore? Yeah, I mean the, the the top hat itself. I mean that that had to exceed you know Abraham Lincoln's. Let's put it that way. It's like a, a three foot tall top hat. I mean it's basically the equivalent of the Kentucky Derby over there. Just an excuse to to get up in funny yet really expensive outfits one day a year. I mean, listen, hey, whatever. Do, do what you got to do, man. I'm not trying to poke fun at anybody's fashion, but uh, that's a bit much. I, I I would agree with you wholeheartedly. So the fashion a lot more appropriate, I would say, at the uh, U.S. Open in golf, where round three of the 122nd edition underway at the Country Club, Brookline, Massachusetts. Colin Morikawa and Joel Damon tied for the lead at five under par overall. Among those one shot back at four under par overall, John Rahm and Rory McIlroy, Morikawa and Damon will tee off their third round today at 345 Eastern Time. Some tennis news coming across this morning. Four-time Grand Slam champion Naomi Osaka has withdrawn from Wimbledon, posting on social media, and I quote, my Achilles still isn't right, so I'll see you next time. There go my grass dreams, unquote. Coming up tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final, the Tampa Bay Lightning visiting the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado leads the series 1-0 after winning Game 1 in overtime. Now, would you mind i know this is your show but would you mind briefly resetting your patrick mahomes louis armstrong take and then i'll go ahead with the remix well i mean just like a lot of people have said that patrick mahomes sounds like i've seen kermit the frog being thrown out there and um i I just 
to me, it's always been Louis Armstrong. I, I think he sounds identical to Louis Armstrong, and I just had no idea that Louis Armstrong doubled as the uh, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so here so. we go. Here is your Patrick Mahomes, Louis Armstrong remix. You be the judge. You judge for yourselves. Listen. I haven't talked to him since the podcast um, that came out. It's it's, uh, really it's something where I'm sure he's trying to he's trying to show that he he, he loves where he's at in Miami. Um, he, yeah, he loves his teammates. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's just going out there and playing football and he kind of let other people talk about who's the best and all that different type of stuff. You just want to go out there and win football games. Day. Hurt, you know? <laughs> I tell you, it's like you're in a fun house and there's multiple Patrick Mahomes there. That's like Mahomes after two Marlboro Reds. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, there's a. I listen. I, it's always. Uh, I don't know. It's always made me smile. I don't know. Uh, by the way, I love how we were trying to pl- uh, call for "It's a Wonderful World" and and Sam uh, brings in the Saints go marching. Like, what are we doing? I'm not taking requests here. I already had it ready to go. You can't go wrong either way, though. God, I mean, come on. I mean, if it's Louis Armstrong, you can't go wrong uh, either it, way. It, it, Saints it, go marching is it's football related. It's come a on. it's a wonderful world is a better song than Saints go marching in by Louis Armstrong. It's not even close. Not even close. Whatever. Okay. Oh, by the way, one other note about that uh, horse race with the funny hats. Yeah. That's the Royal Ascot race in the United Kingdom. And they actually, it's a grass course. They go around the course, the horses, clockwise instead of counterclockwise. In the United States, in like the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and the Belmont and the Indy 500, they go around counterclockwise. But here on grass, they go around clockwise in addition to the funny hats oh geez i mean i i i I guess so that's just the new thing like if you want to do something different like maybe the usfl should like uh you know like do things the opposite next year like put the end zones uh at at the 50 yard line and put the 50 yard line where the end zone should be like is that what we want to so you just do everything opposite if you want to put your own spin on things why don't they do things like have a moat I, I think that would li- uh, liven up the Agreed. USFL. With alligators. Yes. Yes. Maybe about the five-yard line at the hash marks. Yeah. I was talking about the horse racing. I mean, you imagine those these horses uh, trying to, to race around uh, a pit of alligators? You imagine that? It's kind of like a mix between horse racing and the steeplechase. I mean, just think about that. Because at any point in time, uh, you know, you'll be watching a horse race, and next thing you know, they're bringing out another white tent. You know what I mean? Into the pit without bloodthirsty sons but, but I will say this. Uh that's that's par for the course at uh, Santa Anita for uh, for about two years there. There was a lot of a lot of issues there at Santa Anita. I just I don't get the I don't get the uh, the fashion. It's, it's very strange to me. And I also don't understand why do people get so dressed up when they go to a horse race? What are you trying to do? Impress the horse? Like 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 you like you need the horse? Like like what's his uh, rich strike? Like, hey, what motivated Rich Strike to run faster than everybody? Oh, it's because that guy uh, looked like a Monopoly piece uh, in the front row. So that that really motivated him. You think those horses give a rip what you look like? First of all, they've got blinders on. Secondly, what is their prize? They, 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 you know, from time to time, they'll put them on the gas and then uh, they get they get like a bed of roses wrapped around their neck. Who wants roses? Those have thorns. So you're basically poking the horse after you've been kicking him in the side of his torso wow. with some uh, with some guy on his back the whole time. You can make an argument their prize comes after retirement, if you know what I mean. And also, let me just say this: I don't know when they do the weigh-ins for these jockeys. 
All right. I, I don't know. I don't know when that happens, but I know this in fighting that when they do a weigh in, it's the day before. And a lot of those guys add a bunch of weight afterwards. They'll add like 20, 30 pounds. So next thing you know, this horse goes from, all right, I'm racing to get roses wrapped around my neck. And I got to look at people dressed like wedding cake decorations. And I've got this guy who's sitting on my back. He's 30 pounds overweight from where he was at yesterday. And when he sits on a curb, his feet dangle. I got to deal with that. That's that's my life. And then people complain. Oh, but afterwards, uh, you know, these horses just get to go, uh, you know, and, and they get mating fees for like uh, $250,000. They should. They absolutely should. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox. Uh, it is the scraps, things in the world of sports we've not had a chance to get to. They're yours right here on FSR. Jonas, There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snox, Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of this show, you can uh, check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. I will tweet out the uh, link to that podcast at the Jonas Knox. You can uh, you know listen to that, uh, rate it, review it, have have fun, enjoy uh, as we wax poetically here on a Saturday morning uh, on FSR. Uh, so uh, so yeah, again uh, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. You can also check out uh, some of the uh, insults that have been sent uh, my way uh, on Twitter as well too, uh, and uh, feast your eyes on uh, <laughs> uh, some people that uh, take this stuff a little bit too seriously. So we'll have that discussion uh, and amongst yourselves uh, on social media. Uh, also, uh, make sure you stick around. Up on Game is coming up in about ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but right now, it is time for something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this. Jonas, you moron! How could you not get to these stories? You moron! These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer Ryan Bershinger to find out what the hell we've missed so far. Bersh, so things are uh, getting from bad to worse for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. 
Uh, yesterday it was announced that their third baseman, Anthony Rendon, will miss the remainder of the season as he will have surgery on his right wrist early next week. Uh, since signing a seven-year, $245 million contract prior to the 2020 season, Rendon has hit 20 home runs and 89 RBIs across his three seasons. There. All right, let me go ahead and peel back the curtain yeah, here at Fox Sports Radio uh, on a couple of things. Number one, uh, the reason why Ryan Bershinger loves to throw these Angels stories in, because I feel like this is the second time we've heard an Angels story uh, in the scraps, is because he wants to make sure that he can get another shot in at that organization because he's a Dodger fan uh, and he still is bothered by the fact that uh, the Angels changed their name from the California Angels to the Anaheim Angels to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim to yes. the Los Angeles Angels of Orange County <laughs> slash just around the corner from Newport Beach and Costa Mesa and Disneyland and the Honda Center which is completely outdated Angels. <laughs> uh, so now they're just the LA Angels. Uh, why you can't she can't share Los Angeles Bursch? I mean come on like I, I I could you know if they were in Los Angeles I mean like I listen that, that that's a fair point I, by the way I remember some guy when I was a, a bar back at TGI Fridays I had money on a game and it was like uh, I think I'd bet on like the the trailblazers they were playing the Lakers it was like a playoff game and I had money on Portland and I was cheering for Portland and this guy goes this guy sitting at the bar true story he goes hey man what are you doing I was like Watching the game, what are you doing? He goes, I mean, like, you're, you're not cheering for the home team? It's like, Lakers are from Thousand Oaks? I had no idea. I didn't know they played in Thousand Oaks. That's weird. I had no So, yeah, listen, if you're not in the city, uh, full reigns to be as critical as you want. Also, by the way, I'd like to keep uh, uh, people updated behind the scenes here. Uh, Isaac Lohenkron uh, somehow figured out a way to uh, Photoshop Louis Armstrong's face on Patrick Mahomes' body. And, um... <laughs> Congratulations, Isaac. Uh, you have now reached uh, the pit of uh, Sports Talk Radio. Well, welcome to the bottom with the rest of us. I think there's still ways to go. We, we, we can still go lower than what we just did. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. <laughs> what else we got, Bursch? A commercial bus driver has been charged with 38 counts of reckless endangerment after blacking out behind the steering wheel while snacking on gummies he says he didn't know were infused with THC. <laughs> Jinwon Chan was driving 38 passengers from the Mohegan Sun Casino on March 13th when he was stopped by, <laughs> he stopped the bus on the side of Interstate 95. Police said they found Chen slumped un unconscious in the driver's seat next to an open package of Smokies Edibles Cannabis Infused to fruit juice. Uh, Chen told the judge on Tuesday that he had no idea he had been snacking on anything but regular candy. He said, quote, I didn't know it was marijuana. I didn't know. Uh, his manager uh, told the uh, he, his manager said that uh, he's been a great employee for ten years and yeah. he doesn't drink, he doesn't <laughs> smoke, but he does have a sweet tooth and likes candy. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, who is your bus driver? Uh, the corpse from Weekend at Bernie's. That's cool. Jonas, son of a bitch. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.